Nice. Oh, you're crashing in about 15. <laughs> and the number one song. I don't remember. You can still rock in America. <laughs> <laughs> Travel back in time to the 80s, reliving the laughter, <laughs> the heroes, pick up your phone and call the professionals, Go Ghostbusters, and the honesty. What's up, Norm? My nipples, it's freezing out there. <laughs> because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Sure, it's not 1985 right now, but who knows what tomorrow will bring. Don't drive so fast, Dale. You're going to get us killed. This 4th of July traffic is awful. Dude, I don't want to miss the fireworks. What? Fireworks? Dude, you said we were going to a liquor store. Uh, yeah, well, at liquor stores, their code name for wild turkey is fireworks. I used to work in one. Trust me, trust me. What? Yeah, you know, because of what it does to your liver. Oh, God, I'm not buying any of this. Will you, can we at least turn on the radio? Yeah, sure, go ahead. Are you kidding me? What happened here? Did your ex-girlfriend leave it on this station? Dude, you're playing with my heartstrings. Just change the channel. Change the channel. Uh, what we need is local control. God, would you pick something already? Perfect. I love me some Neil Diamond. See, and you're the one who said wearing star-spangled bikini briefs was a bad idea today. Well, they are a little snug. <laughs> yeah, just wait until I show you my famous bottle rocket trick. Far, we've been traveling far, without a home, but not without a star. Hey, welcome to Stuck in the 80s. I'm your host, Steve Spears with TampaBay.com. And today, the epic Stuck in the 80s, 4th of July, fireworks, patriotism spectacular. We're Americans with a capital A, huh? You know what that means? That means that our forefathers were kicked out of every decent country in the world. With me as always, they don't call him John Hancock for nothing. Times pop music critic Sean Daly. Yes. Let me sign that, ma'am. Waka waka. I love it. I love it. I'm I'm all in red, white, and blue today. You're just blue, as <laughs> per usual. But yes, this is our 4th of July spectacular, a ratings bonanza. We have a host of special guests from all over the country. Each state is represented with a bold face name. I said today we could do any show in the world that you wanted to do. Daily goes, Australia in the 80s. And I said, no, no, no. Not on this blessed of American holidays. So so in the past, we've honored the great uh, movies and music of summer. Uh, today, we're specifically narrowing in on the five most patriotic songs of the 80s. I love it. I love this idea. It's a groundbreaker. <laughs> It's a, we, we asked you on our Facebook 
Yeah, give us suggestions. Your suggestions are here. Yes, but you have to wait to the end of the show. Yeah, but some of the ones that we picked were also your suggestions. Let me look at this. There's at least, I see 10 or 12 names to be read. Including hundreds of names in Mystery Movie Moment and Name That 80s Tune. Yeah. Everyone is rewarded on Independence Day. Right, it's the glorious return of the Seggies as well. You know, freedom is uh, <laughs> nice. a tenant of Stuck in the 80s. We, uh, we locked ourselves in a room for at least two or three minutes and came up with this list. I know. We feel real strong about it. We were kicking stuff off. Uh, we were putting stuff back on. We came to fisticuffs. But then we had five of the most patriotic songs you of ready? that magical decade. Are you ready? Here we go. Number five. Ranger, you can still rock in America. Wow. How do you think, right before Night Ranger does this song in concert, what do you think Jack Blade says? I, well, I've seen Night Ranger so many times in concert <laughs> uh, as an opening act for just about anybody who, who's willing to tour. And you know this song's coming on because they have a couple uh, roadies come out and stick a couple of plastic uh, American flags. Shut up. Into Are the, you, you're lying. No, I wouldn't lie. Are you serious? Into the drum kit or into the, into the I, I couldn't tell from where I was sitting, but it looked like it was at the sides of the drumstick, these two American waving flags. Oh, my God. And then the little cheesy um, whatever sort of uh, video screen they have behind them has the cheesy you know, a special effect of a flag oh, a wave. flag waving, yeah. waving in the wind, yeah. Yeah, and then, and then they come out. Rippling. And and he says something along the lines, I think we've said this before on the show, you know, there's a lot of countries in this world where you just can't <laughs> rock anymore. <laughs> I love Blades. Uh, you know, it's, it's what's uh, when they played here. I'm pretty sure you can still rock, rock in, in America. America. I know when they played in Guantanamo Bay, this was uh, the showstopper. Oh, really? Yeah. The place just went electric. This is usually the final song on their set. I hope I didn't give anything away. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm surprised is. by that. Yeah, it is. They usually open up with uh, four in the morning. Oh, I love that song. Wait, am I gonna watch out there? I'm not quite sure what <laughs> time it is. But by the look of the sun, <laughs> I think it's four, four in the, in the morning. morning. God, so much fun there. Yeah, you can still rock in America. So kind of fun, you know. Celebrates um, uh, how we like to express ourselves in each of the fifty states. It did well by them. It, uh, they released it in 1994. It became, uh, I think it only reached number 51, though, in the charts. Um, kind of strange. Not one of their biggest hits. That album had, uh, but the album had Sister Christian. Midnight Madness. Midnight Madness had, so Sister Christian was on there. But then it also had my favorite, When You Close Your Eyes. That's everyone's favorite song by them. When You, when you Close Your oh, Eyes. Yeah. Oh, Don't you so, think? Yeah. The sun's so bright. <laughs> I can close my eyes. I can either wear glasses or I can close my eyes. Someone out there, someone out there in Stuckney's land has got to have seen Night Ranger lately. And I, I got to know. Some email us and let us know. Do they still do the shtick um, with the telephone when they introduce uh, Secret of My Success? We got a call on the telephone from Michael no. J. Fox. And they actually bring out a telephone. No, they don't. And Jack Blades picks up the, the receiver. <laughs> Shut up. Michael J. Fox. Well, of course we're going to write you a song. Oh, Why God. is my voice for Jack Blades? <laughs> no, why? 
You sound like you're in like a drag show. <laughs> like you're you're trying to be like a Southern Belle. Are you trying to seduce me, Steve? I don't know. It's just I. Well, I do the clash on that. I have the vapors. <laughs> this is the secret of my success. Oh, Let's get higher. Why is your Jack Blades? Why are you from Savannah? Like a, like a, a debutante from Savannah, I Georgia. I have no idea. It just it's fun. You ready to continue with the list? Yes. Here we go. Number four. Everywhere around the world They come to America Every time that flag's unfurled They come to America Got a dream to take them there They come to America Got a dream they come to share It's America by Neil Diamond. <laughs> that was bizarre how you made Jack. <laughs> oh, that was great. I do declare, Mr. Jenkins, you've given me the vapors. vapors. From the uh, 1980 movie Jazz Singer. Yes. Uh, you just saw Neil Diamond in concert I did. here. Did he play this? 71 years young. Neil Di- Did he play this? All of a sudden, <laughs> it's like you, you're, you, he does, I think it was Encore, and you know, Black, Neil, Neil, Neil. And then the video screen, caw, caw, like a, really like a soaring bald eagle. And you know it's coming. You know, and his giant epic, you know, he's got a huge band. It's got to be like 30 people on stage, you know. No, no. And then Neil gets up there. You know, he's the William Shatner of rock and roll. You know, you know 80 years ago today, my grandmother <laughs> sailed into New York Harbor with a dream. And she said, guess what? I'm in America. <laughs> uh, and then she gets a call. Then Mike, Neil Diamond got a call from Michael J. Fox. No. Um, and so, yeah, <laughs> he, he does America. I mean, it's just like, my country, tis of thee. Today, sweet land of liberty. Today, for thee I sing. The place is just going nuts. Everyone, I'm goes, everyone goes today. Oh, my. Yeah, today. You know, like, all his songs now have chants to them. You know, like... Uh, Sweet Caroline. Get, you know. get f- <laughs> That's Billy Idol. Oh, okay. But uh, you can't even say that on this radio program anyway. But, um, you know, Sweet Caroline. So good. So good. So good. Like that. Yeah, yeah. I guess. I never, I've never <laughs> seen him. I've, I've America's seen amazing. American concert is like, is is it? a, it's a true story. Like his grandmother. You said you, you know. cried? You, did you cry during it? I tear up. You know, I tear up when there's great. Burst of joy at a concert I'm seeing. Like, yeah, yeah. I have to go review a, a, a boy band, One Direction, this week, and I guarantee, even though I, it'll, it'll give me a headache, and you know I might not like the music. Like when I see like all these young kids having a great time at a show, and a lot of them it's their first show, I'll I'll, I'll tear up. That's a little sensitivity. I'm not even trying to garner. No, favor. I, I'm, I'm, I, this comes as no surprise when I saw the jazz singer, um, which is a very first uh, videotape. That my parents bought when we were when we bought our first VCR. They bought it. They bought it. And was back, it one of the discount ones, or was it like ninety? No, no, it was like ninety dollars. My mom denies this to this day that she ever spent that much on a movie. <laughs> I assure you, she did. And we watched it, and every single time he comes to the very end, you know, and you know he's looking out over the audience, and he sees his dad standing there. I mean, it's just Niagara Falls. You know, oh, I just, yeah, yeah. I mean, tears just jettison from my face. Yeah. No, in this in concert, you'd be sobbing. You do it. You do your Spears thing. Like I'd look over and you'd be like, Aah. I mean, it's very, it's great. But I mean, he Neil Diamond. The cool thing about Neil Diamond is that he doesn't have to be subtle about anything. 
Uh, yes. He's t- talked to his production crew. I need a bald eagle. <laughs> <laughs> I need three American flags. You know, I need crying children. I mean, it's like so over the top, but great. Yeah. And but this, the I sing. It, this was a, a number eight song on the Billboard 100, I believe. Um, Did it make number eight? It, uh, even though it's a studio recording, it sounds live because the crowd sounds were overdubbed. Oh, yeah? So it sounds like the movie. So, I mean, forever to me, it's, it's attached to the movie. And here's what's really weird. I found this on the internet. Um, despite the song's message, it's included on a memorandum listing songs deemed inappropriate by Clear Channel Communications following the 9-11 attacks. That's, so Clear Channel... Because it's about... Well, it's about immigration. Stations it's about were basically saying, don't play America. America after 9-11. Now, you were able to play patriotic songs, correct? Yes. Prob- yeah, I'm sure. Well, I, 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 know, I know they are because we're about to come up to... Oh, I'll tell oh, us about the song king of up. all cheese balls. But um, well, that's really, really interesting. I may, maybe because it was about immigration, people coming from other lands, uh, you know. I, yeah. I, that's a weird dichotomy about America is the whole... The fact that it's yeah. built from other countries and yet yeah, we... Have such an issue with it sometimes. Uh, moving on. Before we oh, get I'm sorry. Oh, I, oh, I'm sorry. I cut it. No, I was trying to make a political rhetoric. statement. No, but, uh, I'm sorry. No, I just no, told, I, this I is not about to... politics here. It's about the. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Guys, Spears is in a weird mood today. Like, before the show, there's like 20 minutes of like weird Spearsonian like bursts and giggles and non sequiturs. What song was I singing at my desk? Oh, the. The Revenge of the Nerds song. I couldn't get it out of my head today. <laughs> well, this uh, number three. Moo. Number three on our list, I don't know. So I want you to see if other people do happen to know it. Number three. That's Back in America by a band called Network. And I guarantee, Sean Daly, you will not be able to guess what movie this song uh, is played over the uh, closing credits for. Silkwood. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) So well prepared. Uh, National Lampoon's European Vacation. Aha! Nah, no no recollection. No, me neither. But you know what? Uh, I would even nominate. This song didn't make our list today. But from the original National Lampoon's Vacation, how about Lindsey Buckingham's end credit gem, Dancing Across the USA? We went I like that. I think it's kind of cool that uh, the, the vacation movies always try to pick Sort of America centric song. I don't yeah. know what I'm trying to think. What were the other ones? I mean, Christmas Vacation. I think it was just the orchestration. At the oh, end. the music in Christmas Vacation is great. Like at the end, I'm not sure, but yeah, yeah it's a, Vegas Vacation. Oh, the, the all the vacation movies usually have pretty good music in them. That Ray Charles song that plays in Christmas Vacation when he's in the attic. Yeah, it was yeah. at this time of year. Oh, what? Oh wait, you and I fight about this. Uh, you know, here's my thing. It's everyone loves Christmas Vacation, and I, I but I think that everyone loves it just for that scene in the attic. No, it's funny all over the place. I don't know. It's great. Um, have you ever seen The Family Guy where they wind up in Amish country? No. 
But at the end, uh, and Meg falls in love with an Amish boy, and of course, Peter Griffin, I don't know if you've got Family Guy fans out there, but the last scene is the Amish, these Amish people that hated the Griffins and the Griffins, they go on a roller coaster together, and as they go over the hill, it's like, we went... And it stops, and then you see these really like inappropriate like vacation stills yeah. of like of, like Peter and Lois in the pool, and like Stewie floating face down, like recreate. Uh, it's just like anyway, I'm babbling right now, but there you go. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. All right, let's keep going. Number two. Number two. And I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free, and I won't forget the men who. God Bless the USA by Lee Greenwood. Lee Greenwood. Now, uh, last year, last year for the Tampa Bay Times, I did a story hanging out with Lee Greenwood. Do you recall that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do we we recall that? Um, It was my editor, Mike Wilson's idea. He's like, you know what? I I believe you actually got a second place award for that. uh." (laughs) I have a whole room full of second and third places honorable mention. I'm sorry. I should. should No, you know what? Hey, hey, listen. I I went for the I'm man enough to say that stuck in the 80s, you, just not even Sean Daly, but Steve Spears, all you do is win in first place awards, one after the other. You don't have enough room for them, you know? And I just, I'm Mr. Second Place. I feel bad, though. No, yeah, I went for the. Line. I'm the bridesmaid. You're the bride. Oh, no, I... <laughs> go on, go on with your story. Uh, no, so I hung out with Lee Greenwood and uh, my Mike Wilson, who's a great editor, Pulitzer winning editor, said, you know, Lee Greenwood has one job in life. You know, it's the same. God bless the USA. Kind of all right, maybe truncating Lee Greenwood's duties as a as a pop singer, but he's right. And so people, especially conservative and right wing groups, will pay Lee Greenwood twenty thousand dollars to come to some sort of convention and sing God bless the USA, usually over a backing track, okay? And then get his check and get the hell out of there. Twenty thousand for one song? Twenty grand. Jeez. So I went up and I I went to Orlando and uh, I forget what the uh, <clears throat> Tech Advantage Expo Hall. I went somewhere. It was a very, very conservative uh, uh, group that represents farmers and farm equipment and stuff like that. And I met his manager and I talked to Lee backstage. And, uh, you know, Lee's been doing this song for a long time. It was 1984. And it's had in '91 after um, what the the Gulf War right. Gulf War broke yeah. out. It went number one again and went platinum again. So a million copies sold. I mean, this thing has had it's it's just like it's resurrection. You know, the World Trade Center when when uh, uh, September 11th, boom, this thing sells a million copies again. And I when I interviewed Lee Greenwood, he joked, he's like, "Man, the country guys always bust on my aim. Whenever there's a war that breaks out." They're like, Lee Greenwood's getting paid again. The only happy man in America is Lee Greenwood. You does know? he have a sense of humor about, about- Absolutely. He, he does, but don't, he wrote the song. He's the sole, you want to talk about residuals? He's the sole songwriter. He doesn't have to share songwriting with anybody else, you know? And at the time that he wrote it, he was doing two albums a year. I mean, he had a, a deal with MCA, uh, his record label and stuff like that. So he, he, wrote, he wrote it like quick. He was doing, he had to write songs constantly. So he didn't, you know, spend a lot of time on it. And he doesn't have a great story about how he wrote it, but he just wanted to write something nice and patriotic. But anyway, to, to, not to blabber it. So I go to Orlando 
uh, and I'm with his manager on side stage. And Lee gets up there. And you know what he's wearing? It's iconic. It's like it was a. It's it's a flag jacket, right? Yeah, he's got the flag jacket, but also he deals with such conservative right wing people. You know, and I'm not going to disparage anybody. I don't care uh, where you vote or how you live, but uh, he he kind of now wears like a red, white, and blue jacket. But when he wears like the flag jacket, he gets guff from people. Yeah, some people don't Even, like that. Say, hey, you know, no, the flag is meant to fly on a pole, and you know, in the in in the in the sky and stuff like that. You don't. That's desecrating it, you know. But anyway, so Lee gets up there in his red, white, and blue jacket, not the not the flag one, which he's kind of retired, and you know, whatever that cheesy beginning, and uh, he starts singing it, and so there's about six thousand farmers and farm equipment people out in the crowd, all right? and at first nothing was really going on. They're just kind of listening to Lee sing, you know. And the manager, Lee's, ma- Lee's 68, 69. Lee's manager's got to be in his 70s. And his manager's like, Sean, don't watch Lee. Watch the crowd. Just watch him. And I'm like, what? What's going on? He's like, just trust me. Watch the crowd, you know. So I'm watching the crowd. And Lee gets to the part in the song where he's like, and I gladly stand up next to you, right? You know that uh, part? Yeah, sure. And 6,000 people together in unison stand up now lee greenwood has not said stand up he just that's you know it's in the song the song was he told me it was never meant to be a command you know it's like stand up and saluting you know because there ain't no doubt i love this land and so everyone's standing up and people are sobbing holding holding each other bawling hugging each other you know and the manager leans over to me he's like you see it what i tell you every single time and that's how i ended my story too you know but you know we you know mike wilson who i was telling you about before mike and i edited the story and we didn't want to disparage anyone you know and there were a lot of people our colleague steve spears you know you and i are pretty cynical people we are right oh yeah Uh, and you hate this song yeah i do you know there are a lot of people people in this building that you respect who like this song do you know that? Uh, I assume, probably. Yeah. yeah, there are. And I was really surprised. Like, oh, you know, I know it's cheesy, but I really like that song. It kind of gets to me. So I, I'm not, uh, no disparaging. Yeah. Is it my favorite song? No, but was Lee Greenwood a good guy? And was it interesting to write about? Yeah, I just think it's oh, cool. Yeah. Like, it's a song that's like like the Phoenix. It just keeps rising from the ashes sure. again and again. I, you know? I, there's nothing, my, my qualm with this song is more that it's been embraced by the whole you know, right wing establishment, and, and I have a problem. I've, I've I've often wondered this, and I, I can't answer. Here it. Tomorrow, all the things are gone. I work for all my life. Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't serve in the military. I'm not a particularly uber patriotic guy. But I've always kind of wondered, um, you know, do other countries have successful pop songs that are very uber patriotic too? Like, are there British songs that are just, you know? But like, hmm. like, you know, God bless the United Kingdom. Or is there an Australian song that's like, uh, uh, yeah, it's called Down Under, bitch. No, <laughs> I mean, maybe. No, that's a good question. I don't have, I don't, I don't you know, but as a music, even though I'm a music critic, I don't necessarily have the but answer. When, but, for when, that. but when America gets mocked, you know, worldwide for having, we've got, especially nowadays, we've got some country artists out there who put out songs that are almost hateful. In their patriotism, yeah. To- Toby, Toby Keith, Keith is yeah. One. Courtesy of the red, white, and blue. blue. Put yeah, my really boot see, in your ass. I just think that's the wrong message. Toby Keith, who votes Democrat, by the way, does he really? Yeah, he's that's a, such a sham. <laughs> it's my thing is it's just you know when people America gets you know wrapped for 
that kind of stuff. And I think we sort of deserve it, you know? And yeah, you're you're a little more liberal. I'm like way off the chart, kind of strange liberal, kind of. Yeah, you know, my, I'm more like I hate the libertarian thing. I, I'm pretty liberal too, but I, I'm not libertarian. I don't, I don't, but I don't. Re, you know, they always say that Republican parties are better than Democrat ones. Believe it or not, like the the way they party and stuff. Um, they got more money. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's it. But let me ask you a question. And I know, gosh, this is going to set off people on this show. I really and people, you're going to no, you're going to. I know you're going to get some letters. But I'm, that's more, okay. I'm more anti country music. I know you made, but you but you don't, but you like you like Tim McGraw. I do like Tim McGraw. I don't know you, why. There is country music you like. Let me ask you: When you watch the Olympics, oh yeah, do you root for the U.S.? <sighs> you know, I do. You ever feel any patriotism? Yeah, but you know, you know what I want, and and I just want. This is going to sound hokey. I, I just want the best athlete to win, and if if the best athlete is, is South Korean, then then great. You know, I, sometimes I I root for the story. Too. I mean, yeah. if, it's, if it's this guy who's this is his eighth eighth Olympics, he's never medaled. You yeah, know, and, and you want him. To, yeah, it's, that's I human root, nature. I root for that. Time. I mean, you know, I, but I mean, you know. We, we could talk about this for a while. It's maybe not necessarily an eighties show, but yeah, there is a. I think uh, our age, our generation, and on going, uh, um, you know, going this way towards uh, you know the future, the now. I think that we're spoiled a bit. You know. I think that that whole greatest generation when there was something to lose, like we've been such a powerful sure. nation since that we don't feel that sense of patriotism sometimes. However, no, no, if no. I'm I, watching the Olympics. Uh, if I'm not, I'm not, I'm not questioning your patriotism, but when I'm watching the Olympics and like, I remember watching boxing once and there was a bias against the U.S. and the U.S. was getting dinged. You know what? And the announcers are like, oh man, we're, you know, and it was late. And, you know, sometimes, you know, lips on late at night. You know, it was like two in the morning or something like that. And I remember getting really, really pissed off and really like just wanting the U.S. to just destroy these guys. I want to say it was like Tarver. It was like back when there were, we had some stars in our, in our, sure. You know. yeah. But no, go ahead. Say your, uh, no, say no. Your piece. I was going to say, you know, and, and, <clears throat> I, uh, Freaking Lee Greenwood did it again. Is he good or what? Give him <laughs> no, credit, man. My, my thing is, I think here's the thing with the '80s generation. The '80s generation. I don't know if people outside the United States realize that, but but we grew up in the aftermath of Vietnam. I mean, I can still sort of kind of remember, you know, my first, you know, really, because I mean, Vietnam was just wrapping up. There was a lot of anti-American. Being a patriot was not cool when we were kids. It just wasn't because there was a feeling of shame. To some degree, about what had happened in Vietnam, and we had big fun, why we'd right. been there, and and that and that we didn't secure the mission. And so it took a long time. It probably wasn't until the Gulf War, you know, which obviously happens after the eighties, that we get that sense of a little bit of pride back, and, and it starts to turn around a little bit. So it's weird. I mean, that's why I mean, when you talk about patriotic songs in the eighties, there are not a ton to choose from. I that's mean, interesting. Yeah, we did have. Um yeah, there's I, a lot. There's a lot that you think are patriotic, but we'll really get, we're going to talk about right. those a little bit after the break. But I don't want to belabor the point. But I no, no, I, I and real quick, if I, you know, a, a shameless plug, if you might, real quick, if people want to read the Lee Greenwood piece, which you know it, it turned out pretty well, and I think you you liked it too. You can uh, Google Lee Greenwood and Sean Daly, and it'll probably come up. <laughs> and some very interesting photos, well too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, here we go. Our number one most uh, patriotic song of the 1980s. Number one.
I need to go in. Mr. Jenkins. Ah. Night Ranger should cover it. James Brown from the soundtrack of Rocky Four. I had no idea this song composed by Dan Hartman. Yeah. I can dream about you. Unless you're boxing with <laughs> Ivan Draco. I can't sing anymore. No, you can't. I never could, really. Right. No, before, that sounds like you're straining your voice. But before, when you were doing the Jack Blades, it was the perfect Southern Belle. Really? Like, I was strangely attracted to you. Great. You've never also, been attracted to anybody who was Southern, though. <laughs> That'd be new, wouldn't it? Are you being facetious right now? I can't. I I'm going through Rolodex. I'm not sure. All right, tell us a little bit about Living in America. Living in America, 1985, composed, yes, by Dan Hartman and Charlie Midnight, performed by the great James Brown. Uh, released as a single. 1985. Reached number four in the charts. Nice. What's, here's what the really weird thing is. It was also a top five hit in the UK. Really? Peaking at number five on their singles chart. It was James Brown's only top ten single in the United Kingdom. Really? Are you kidding me? Like, it's a man's nope. man's. And it was also his last big hit. In the United States. He's got a brand new bag. All those songs he never had. That's bizarre. Do well, you know, there, when I went to Norway. <laughs> <laughs> Mama, no! There you go. Oh, yeah. Happy, happy fourth, everybody. Dare I say classic. <laughs> Let's get them all out. <laughs> <laughs> Mama, no. When I was in Norway, I'm telling you, there's a great um, fascination when I was there with, uh, with America. So that makes sense. And I want to say I was in Norway, I think it was 87, two years later, but they love all things American. You know, they're fascinated by it. So that makes sense. That it did well, I guess. You know? um, I love Rocky. Yeah. Stuff. Do you remember we talked to Carl Weathers and we asked him his favorite moment of filming all the Rocky movies. And, and this was an honest question on our parts. Cause we really wanted to know, I mean, what, what would you, what would you think he would answer? And, and what he came up with, it wasn't even on my radar. He said, standing on the same stage as James Brown when he performed yeah, Living in America. That's great. I, oh God, Which I, I just didn't even, it didn't even occur to me. It's great. That was a great interview. How come we never give our, ourselves credit for that? That was just a good get. Remember, it was my dream get, Carl Weathers. We wanted it. Well, we lucked out because he was doing a TV show. What, what number that is? We think it's like 170, 180, 200. I don't know. We've done something. I'm going to go back and listen to it. He's a good guy. You know, I counted the other day. We have 267 podcasts, I think. And um, 4,100 blog posts. 4,000? Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. I know. Bizarre. Could be half a million blog posts. <laughs> no, it won't be. We like um, if it, if it gets to f- do you still get a lot of comments on your blog? Uh, more there so. Used now, to be you, tons. Can, you can do it now because they opened it up. You can use Facebook to comment on the yeah. blogs. So that's kind of nice. Uh, towards the end of Living in America, the song, I never knew this. I have to go back and listen to it. Uh, James Brown yells out, Eddie Murphy, eat your heart out. Uh, because Murphy was known for his impression of James Brown. I think that's Celebrity only, Hot Tub. Yeah, right? I think it's only on the uh, album version. Too hot for the hot tub. <laughs> uh, that's good. Living in America. That is good stuff. You feel strong about that uh, that pick for number one? I do. I do. You know what else I feel strong about? The Seggies. Oh <laughs> yes. What's happening, hot stuff? Ah, by the sound of the gong. <laughs> Spears, you're insane today. What's, what's going on? on? It's been a long week. You know what the problem is? I figured it out. Uh, I tried to drink vodka last night, and it didn't take. Really? I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. You on vodka? You know, it's like Aquaman. It's like when you're trying to like. You ever try when you're a kid to breathe water instead of air? <laughs> yeah, I do remember <laughs> that. Think it might work with you. Yeah, right. yeah. It's just um, that uh, same thing with the vodka last. That's night. like breathing water like it was there. That'd be low on my superhero uh, power. But like, doesn't it? But doesn't that creep you out? I still every time it's on, I watch it. Um, the Abyss. Oh, in nineteen eighty nine. 
Yeah. Where they have to breathe the liquid in. Yeah. The, oh, it gives me the uh, willies. The red, the reddish liquid. Oh, look, single. I can't. Oh, you're freaking me out right now. <laughs> All right. Give uh, me, by the sound of the gong, must be time for a mystery movie moment. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, pay attention. Here was the clip from last show. That the main, the thing to remember about comedy is if it's if it bends, it's funny. If it breaks, it's not funny. Yeah, crimes and misdemeanors, the classic uh, Woody Allen movie from the eighties. Never seen one it. of several. Seen uh, and he's got a new one out. Uh, our film critic Steve Persall just saw it this morning. Uh, what's it called? Oh, to Rome with Love. Yeah, and it. Uh, I think yeah, Alec Baldwin, I believe, is in it. Man, Persall's on a hot streak. He is. He's incredible. Ted. He's Ted. He saw. He saw. Um, Magic everything. Mike. Saw Rock of Ages with us. We all crave. Uh, he, he said that it's, it's good, but it's not as good as uh, Midnight in Paris. No. But uh, Crimes and Misdemeanors, one of the darker movies. But that's Alan Alda, obviously. There, I love Alda. Uh, we had a lot of winners. We're getting a lot of winners again. This reminds me of the old days of Stuck in the Eighties, the Salad Days. Uh, winners included Dax in Indy, Todd in Kentucky, Ken Ward from Tampa, Alexander Peter, Kevin Wench, Dominic in Tampa, Crash from Long Beach, Into- the great Doctor Dim, Chris from South Lyon, South Lyon. <laughs> You can toss him. You can marinate him. You can sprinkle him with cheese. It's geek salad. <laughs> That's all I got. That's great. Thanks. Oh, geek salad. Geek salad. Better with the potatoes out on the bottom. <laughs> geek salad. See, it's a tempeh thing. Pay attention. Here's this week's mystery clip. you know it uh, i see what you did with the whole geek salad thing yeah, yeah if you know it <laughs> and you can come up with a clever nickname that plays off a greek uh lunch item <laughs> let's see i can deprive you some spanakopita yeah email us at stuckinese at tempe.com and tune in next week to find out if you're a winner ah uh, the mystical refrain of name the 80s tune you know what they call marijuana in greece spanadopita <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, keep going. You know why I'll never I mean I don't do drugs anyway. But um if I if I if I did and I was tempted to bring them overseas, the one movie that would stop me from doing oh, is, uh, what is it? Uh, Midnight Express. Midnight Express. Oh, oh, that movie, if it's on television, I watch like five minutes of it. Was that Oliver Stone involved in that somehow, right? He wrote it. He did wrote, he wrote it. it? Yeah. yeah. And um <laughs> that movie gives me creeps, man. Hey, um the one thing that bumps me out about Ted, uh Steve Persall came back, you know, he sits right next to you and me. I said, "Hey, how's Ted about the you know Seth MacFarlane the the teddy bear movie?" Right, right. He's like, "Yeah, I'm like it's a lot of drug humor. He's like a lot of cocaine humor. You don't like cocaine humor? Nah, I'm really bummed by that. I'm, I was like, really? I still think I still humor. think there's something that could be done with cocaine humor. That I'm just tired of pot humor. It's the same shtick over and over again. Not, yeah. Been doing it for thirty, forty years now. Oh, I'm done with cocaine. But really, is there any other drug besides those two that you? Well, in Bachelor Party with Tom Hanks, there's the they're doing the little pills. The donkey st- oh, eats yeah. all the pills and oh, freaks out yeah, and dies. Yeah, so yeah. I guess that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we got that. Uh, anyway, name that needs to Blah, blah, blah. Do, right. we, do, we, do we play this No, we didn't weeks? play it. Yeah, we got to okay. do it. Ready? Yeah. Pay attention. Here's last week's Mystery Tomb. That's Candy Girl by New Edition. Oh, candy girl. 
Yeah, they played the other. I saw New Edition, yeah, with Bobby Brown. How were they? And uh, they were good, but they had to write into the the whole show now that Bobby Brown is so fat and winded that he couldn't keep up with all the dance moves. So they do a little skit about that. And Bobby's a mess. You know, he just kind of stands there. And the rest of them are all in great shape. Belle Bib DeVoe is there. You got Johnny Gill. And they're all in good shape, but Bobby's hurting. But Bobby gets up there and he's like, you know, you know, I love you guys. You supported me. And I'm seven years sober. I ain't talking about alcohol, though. <laughs> that was like, woo. <laughs> He's a mess. Jeez. He's a mess. But yeah, Candy Girl is fun stuff. Anyway, this week's winners include Mike from Boston, Phil from Adelaide, Rush Cress. Didn't Rush win? Oh, I'm sorry. It was Crash. Christine in Philly, Al from Toronto, Canada. <laughs> he was once married to Geek Salad. For three years, a lot of people don't know that. It's Todd Bro in Lafayette, Louisiana. Pay attention. Here's this week's mystery tune. If you know it, email us at stuckinews at tempe.com. Tune in next week to find out if you're a wiener. Taco Bell put 40 bites in this plate of Nachos Bell Grande. Each one delicious, each one different. And once you taste them, Gotcha. Tasty pinto beans and cheddar cheese sauce. Gotcha. With seasoned ground beef and those incredible chips. Gotcha. With juicy ripe tomatoes and cool sour cream. Gotcha. Gotcha nachos, bell grande. One bite or another. It's just made for don't want to leave without uh, thanking everybody who suggested great patriotic songs for this week's show, some of them which we didn't use, but we're going to read your names anyway. Yeah, it's interesting. A couple of these were suggestions for songs that mm, more satirical, scathing, um, taking America to task than straight up patriotism. Yeah. You know, uh, Samantha Churchill has a question here. She's like, Rockin' in the Free World by Neil Young, 1989. Well, Rock in the Free was a pretty, uh, pretty harsh indictment of the way uh, America was being run, you know, especially the presidency by Neil Young. So I'm not sure if, you know, that's sarcastic. Keep on rocking in the free world. When in fact, it's like a giant F you, right? Sure. Yeah. But uh, songwriters are allowed to do that. Uh, you and I were kind of banning about a couple other songs that cl- a classic, you know, song that people, Ronald Reagan thought it was patriotic. When in fact it wasn't, it was you know condemning the country for uh, not supporting its veterans, and that of course is born in the USA. Born in the USA by Bruce Springsteen. What year? 
Is it 1984? I, I always say four or five. Four? We should know that. Yeah, we should know that. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so Born in the USA. Uh, I'm not, we're going to, you know, we didn't put it on the list because of that. And also, you were like, oh, what about Pink Houses? And I remember I, you know, I don't know if I ever told you this, but I interviewed John Mellencamp. Uh... Hey, by the way, when I was driving, oh, forget, I'm not even going to do it. Uh, I interviewed John Mellencamp, and John was uh, ripping on the whole album, Scarecrow album, saying, oh, a lot of novelty songs, like Pink Houses, The Pills That Kill. That basically ain't that America, you know. Basically saying it's a great country, but we're deeply flawed. So we kept all on the list, you know, off the list as well. Anyway, why don't you read a couple uh, of the other ones? Tom Johnson suggested uh, Billy Joel's "Good Night Saigon." Okay, kind of like Americans overseas right. banding together. Band, okay, Band of Brothers. Uh, Jack Waters uh, recommends REM's "Welcome to the Occupation." Something tells me that's not very patriotic. No, I've never heard that before either. Uh, John Garnet. Uh, Suggests Charlie Daniels Band in America. I can almost guarantee that that's patriotic. Yeah. Uh, Brad Williams, the great Brad Williams. Ooh. By the way, do you know there's actually a get together tonight in LA? Tonight. <gasps> Who is it? Who's on the guest list? Brad Williams. Yeah. Marty Yu. Oh, God, I love Marty. Crash yeah. from Long Beach. No way. But they're partying tonight, and they'll be partying to the tunes of uh, Voice of America by Asia. That's, that's a good one. Uh, Calling America by ELO. Ah, crap, American Girl. Yeah, but I think actually that's 70s, so oh, okay. we get out of that. And Kids in America by uh, Kim Wilde. That's good. Good songs. Yeah, where are they Patriot? partying? Do we know? No. I'd like to think that they're partying at the uh, Irish bar. Do they toast to us? Do you think they toast to us? No. Do they talk about how bad we've been lately? Yes. Do they Are they critical? Is it like the, the Howard Stern like uh, Super sure. Fan Roundtable where yeah. they're, yeah, not the best show. I thought those guys really phoned it in on the <laughs> the patriotic song. God, Maybe. so bad. Uh, Miguel Barro has God Bless America by Kate Smith. I don't know that version. I'm going to say his name is Miguel Barro. Barro. God Bless America by can't... Kate Smith? It's classic. Is it? Oh, there you go. Here's a fun one. Davion Benito. Rock R-O-C-K in the USA, baby. Mellencamp again. You know, I don't know if you ever knew this, but I interviewed. <laughs> I peed. After I still can't yeah. uh, Eric Klein says Hello America by Def Leppard <laughs> Okay Paul Vega says Freedom of Choice by Devo It was patriotic Yeah And I wanna Can we go out to this song no. Can we rock and roll to this song And play just more than a I wanna play a blast of it no. For maybe some of the Steve Vai guitar licks <laughs> no. Kurt Forster says, DLR's Yankee Rose. <laughs> I hate that song. Why? Uh, DLR should on, the never have left Van DLR. Halen. Can you imagine how great Van Halen he would be? He didn't want to leave, damn it. it was he A's wanted to leave. Fault. They all want to leave. They, that's the one thing you need to learn in life. I swear daily. to God. They all want to leave eventually. Jeez, so dark. <laughs> Are you going to kick me out? Hey, you know what would be a great idea? What's that? If you had your girlfriend uh, co-host this show. How about she that? She would not want to. No, get me out of here. Yeah, because that worked so well before. <laughs> oh, <that's... laughs> Why don't we just get your girlfriend up here? Oh, that's right. Shit, <laughs> 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 I'm trying to do the voice. <laughs> Living in America. <laughs> I feel... <laughs> Trust me, Papa's got a brand new bag. <laughs> Zip. 
<laughs> hey, that's all we got for this week. If you if you uh, are like us, living in America, coming uh, next week, we wish you a happy Fourth of July. Happy Fourth, everybody. We'll be back with a, a not quite so patriotic show next week. In the meantime, Sean Dale and myself and the immortal James Brown. We're living in America, but we're hopelessly stuck in the eighties. Stuck in the 80s is produced by the Tampa Bay Times and TampaBay.com. Read our blog at TampaBay.com slash blogs slash 80s. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast at iTunes. Don't drive so fast, Daly. You'll get us killed. You're in a weird Dude, this I know where this turns. This is like manic behavior. You're gonna crash. This show sucks. <laughs> Last show ever. <laughs>